Hey, mates, this is your weekly reminder that we have got live shows coming up all across the country for you. March the 1st, we're in Brisbane doing a live little dum-dum club with guests from the Brisbane Comedy Festival. March 15th, we're in Adelaide doing a live dum-dum club with guests from the Adelaide Fringe Festival. March 29th till April 19th, we've got shows every Sunday night of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival with huge special guests, including the third annual Drunk Cast on the final night of the festival. You can get single tickets for those or you can get a season pass for cheaper, which gets you into all of those shows. Tickets for those are at littledumdumclub.com right now. Also, I am doing my brand new solo show, Cutie Pie, in Perth from February 3 to 9, in Brisbane from March 3 to 8, and in Melbourne at the Comedy Festival from March 26 until April 19. Tickets for that and more details are at tommydaslow.com. So buy a ticket, come on out and say good day, and we'll see you out there. Bye, mates. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, so over the summer, we should mention this, we were both on uh, Triple J Breakfast with Nazim a couple of times. Yep. Uh, without each other. Yes. Splitting the group up. Yep. Um, now, we, in the past, we've encouraged people to vandalise Wikipedia in the name of both of us. Yes. I now have a Wikipedia page. Oh, 90% incorrect. Oh, There's how come I of, don't have one? Yeah, I don't know. Well, get on it, guys, listening. Oh. But anyway, so, you know, it's there's all this made-up stuff about me on there, which is fine, and I find funny, because who's ever going to – who's like, going to go looking? Like you know? what? Comedian? Yeah. Yeah. So I – yeah, no wonder you don't have a Wikipedia page with <laughs> shit like that. No, uh, that's the best. We So I, I was in there, and, uh, you know, it's kind of – it's 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 a different thing for us. Anytime we do something on radio where people are hearing us, who you know the podcast is like people who know you already or whatever. So yep. you kind of get put in front of people in a way where they discover you for the first time. Yep. So I was on with Nazim one day, and uh, the text line started lighting up as people wrote in, who were clearly hearing me for the first time, looking me up on Wikipedia and going. Did this guy really get arrested for racially vilifying a French man on a bus <laughs> one time? Which is on there. Yeah, um, right. There's, there's a thing on there that I earned the nickname Mr. Shit for a <laughs> profanity-laden tirade at the 2010 Melbourne International Comedy Festival. <laughs> so I guess this is my plea to kind of back off. Hang on, was that, did you earn that or was that a review? <laughs> Well, I earned that review. Um, so, yeah, now, like, you know, people who've never heard of me before are just going, who is this horrible man on this on this government-funded radio station? So I guess this is a plea to just, just kind of back off on the on the wise-arsing on the Wikipedia And here's my page. plea. Amp it up. Amp it up, guys. Get stuck into it. And make me a page. Jeez. How come I'm not being offended at the moment? The only true thing on my Wikipedia page literally is the sentence, he had cancer. That's oh, it. Right. Everything else is that was, pr- that was probably just a lucky guess. That was, that was probably just another insult. <laughs> he sounds like cancer. Yeah. Well, today on the show, uh, two great returning guests. First of all, from the Can You Take This Photo, Please podcast, it's Justin Hamilton. Yay. Just happy to be somewhere. Yeah. Anything on your Wikipedia that you would like taken off? Ah, I actually haven't looked in ages, actually. You know, uh, you, you know, the first time I ever found out that I had a Wikipedia page was about six or seven years ago. And someone said, oh, you've got a Wikipedia page. Early and uh, early, you know, the, back in the heyday of MySpace. <laughs> and I had a look and it was really nice. So whoever had put it up, it was some really great stuff. 
And then uh, about three days later, hanging out with a good friend of mine, they mentioned Wikipedia. I said, oh, I've got a page. They said, oh, let's go and have a look at it when you get home. And when we got home, someone had just fucking laid some truth bombs and had devastated me, just had these massive cracks. And oh, you know, really? Yeah, and you know when you're not expecting it? Like, you'd already seen it. It's like, oh, this is good. And then it was that thing of, oh, that's right. You, you don't look up your name on the internet. Don't look up your name on the internet. Because that's actually kind of a better way of getting at someone than a bad review or a blog post. Vandalise their Wikipedia page <laughs> if ne- with your negative opinion of them. Right. Because they are going to go looking for it. Right. And they will definitely find but it. But I would have been fine if the first time I'd read it, it said something negative. But yeah. they would had suckered me in yeah. with something that was really nice. And then it was like, boom, three quick punches to the guts. What? Uh, let, let's introduce our second guest. Guys returning. Uh, let me introduce you someone go on, All right. Here's your big chance. Awesome. Awesome. You all want right. that Wikipedia page? Go out there and earn it. Okay, all right. Uh, I want the I want the king king. All right, I fucked no, it already. Gonna... I fucked it already. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Claire Hooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wikipedia announcer and introducer of acts. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted very quickly. What, what? So what did they? What were the truth bombs that they? Uh, the, what was it? They it, carpet bombed you with. Yeah, it was. It. You know what? It felt like someone who definitely really had it out for me. It was uh, like it felt like someone that knew you. That was like it was a personal thing, or it was just. Someone... I reckon. It, I reckon it was someone in the industry. <laughs> right. Personal and life owes me fifty bucks. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not fleety. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, it was something along the line of like it was still all nice and then there was this bit that said uh, compared to his peers he's really underachieved he hasn't <laughs> been anywhere near as good as the rest of the people he works with and he gets a lot of charity work from the bigger names so, oh, something yeah, along right. those lines okay. where that's industry Whoa. that's yeah. industry without a doubt and it was one of those things that What's as the I source s- on that one that they had to put in yeah. <laughs> fuck that was just brutal <laughs> was it from the age or? <laughs> as I said like if, if I'd read that first up I would have gone well isn't that typical of the internet but because it had just been really nice before and it was it was with my my friend Neria we'd just been to the oh. movie we come home, just, oh, let's have a look at it. And you go, oh, check this out. And then you're kind of both reading it together, like someone there yeah. kind of makes it even more real kind of thing. And it was... Yeah, that's it, savage. It was just like, oh, All this right. is brutal. All right, what noise did you make? Can you do your noise? Oh, <laughs> uh, You know what? I reckon there was no noise. You know, if it was just... It was it just, just sucked no, it all was the this, noise out of the this, room. It was literally this... That's all I did. <laughs> it was a, it was about a half a degree turn to the left and staring just a little bit over that's, my that's computer. That's our right, by the way, for everyone at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was it. That's all that happened. And then Neri was like, "Oh, oh, oh," and then we didn't know what to do. So, so then you go, to, you go to you go to bed like you've gone to the cinema and you've come home and seen that just before you go to bed, just yeah. before you close your eyes and have yeah. nothing but you and your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the just best time of day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have a sleep and dream about someone who thinks I'm a cocksnap. <laughs> oh. Just t- talking about quickly about um, uh, Fleety, I think... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there was a mention there. Um, that'd be good. You know how they have that big electronic thing for, like, America's national debt and it just constantly mm. changes? That'd be good if it was Greg Fleet's debt. That was oh, just right. yeah, constantly yeah. ticking over. The, fle- a, the Fleety Index. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a permanent fixture in the hi-fi bar during the comedy festival. <laughs> it just hangs over the bar and it's just... We get to go in every year and see where it's up to. And, oh, Fleety's had a good year. He's actually... Yeah, yeah. Do, he's oh, been doing all right. What if we yeah. start doing the Good Friday appeal but for Fleety? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's nothing good about that. Yeah. Now, you, have you, what about you, Claire? Have Wikipedia, you ever found yeah? something or just on the internet by oh, accident. Oh, man, I don't look myself up. No. Not at all. Um, but did, but you, did, you, did you ever well, do it once? Oh, I think... Look, I think my experience on MySpace, because you already mentioned it back in the day, was enough. You know, like, I did just a, you'd get things like... And I reckon 
I reckon your Wikipedia page hurt you because it wasn't out and out. It wasn't like this guy's a fucking ass. It yes. was like it was like yeah. just not that good. Like that's what hurts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, the, it's, it's not passionate enough. It's yeah. The, yeah, it's the dispassionate, <laughs> mediocre comments. They yes. really hurt you. So you know the big stuff on MySpace, like. Um, but like, why do you even bother writing? Oh, hey, Claire, my dad doesn't like you, but I think you're all right. Oh, you're yeah, like, yeah, 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 those ones are great. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just that experience early so, on in my life that, that classic, made me go, I'm just, I'm off the internet. I'm that not. classic thing where it's just like, just saying, I'm just saying it. Like, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. true. It's just a yes. fact from my life. Yeah. Hey, I'm not having a crack. Yeah, yeah. I had that, I had someone at a gig, at, you know, I was uh, had those crown gigs and yes. there was someone who worked there who was talking about a comedian who was a friend of mine. Just quickly, that, we should say, you were running gigs at Crown Casino. Yeah, in Melbourne, not you were doing gigs for the Crown. No, no, I just no, realise running... anyone who doesn't know makes it sound like you've been flown out to perform <laughs> for the royal family. Oh yeah, but that was another story. <laughs> yeah. So that's we'll get to that another yeah. time. But the uh, and it was and... for for Prince Andrew as well, which has been yes. in the papers lately. So <laughs> right. we should really get to that story. I look much different in those photos too, don't I? That's when I had long blonde hair. Good times, and you were fifteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was hot. But the uh, this this person who worked at Crown said to me, uh, "Oh yeah, you know who." Uh, who I hate is such and such. And I said, oh, yeah, that's a really good friend of mine. And he's like, yeah, 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 I think they're not funny. And I said, yeah, yeah, they're a really good friend of mine. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm just telling you that I don't find them funny. Yeah. And I said, I'm just telling you that they're a really fucking good friend of mine yeah. and just could not understand that it's not cool. Like, yeah. it's not cool. You don't go up to someone and say, oh, yeah, is that your baby? Yeah, I reckon it looks like it's got Down syndrome. Yeah. Like, you don't say that. Yeah. You I said that to it. me. Wow. Well, well, I was a, trying to get a ride. Just trying to break the, break the ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the great thing when you get into comedy and people start sort of saying to you, oh, so you know such and such, such and such. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell them that they're not funny for me? Can yeah. you tell them oh, that they're no that good? Yeah, I, well, I used to. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I reckon it's uh, more when you're first starting out yeah. and you're starting to know some people yeah. and... And then over time, you lose those friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just such a weird request. So, can you tell them for me that they're not funny? It's like, would you say that to them if they were here now? Oh, yeah. God, no. I just need a middleman and you're yeah. going to be it. Oh, um, and, and what do you get out of that? Me coming back and going, hey, so I saw Cusey at a gig <laughs> and I told him that you don't think he's funny and he was very angry at me. He asked me why I'd brought it up and then it's really awkward and I don't think I'm ever going to salvage my relationship with him. Yeah. And then your friend's just like, great, thanks so much, yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how yeah. I wanted that to go. This is, oh, yeah. thanks, man. I really owe you one. I'm glad oh, you did yeah. that for me. I've got a few more names if you see anyone <laughs> yeah. next week. Here's Give me the a list. Diary. Who are you Who are you gigging with? Who's coming up? <laughs> um, but, hey, it's uh, just after New Year's. Um, is there, there New Year's resolutions that you guys do? Oh, yeah, I always don't make them. I always don't make New Year's resolutions and then about a week later a few things occur to me and I kind of decide uh, to keep that little list ticking over in my head. So I, so I'm I guess a, I do. I'm Are a week a... later guy yeah. too. Yeah. No, never on the day. Well, it's not the right time. You're not in the right no. frame of mind. No, you're usually in a good mood. Just... So no time to look at your foibles yeah, and think, oh, right. what do I need to fix? On the, on the 31st, you're too busy stockpiling booze to strong arm at the stroke of midnight. Yeah. Who's got time to think of their resolutions? Right. <laughs> Right, I wasn't doing that. I was uh, I was in Bali uh, oh, with, yes. with Gatesy. Uh, so, oh, here's a little story for you that you'll yeah, appreciate. Great. So, at Limo's wedding that we talked about last week, Limo's wedding. And what if all we do on this podcast from now on is talk about Limo's wedding every memories. week? Just memories of Limo. Well, you know what the best thing is? I reckon Limo will be into that yeah. now. <laughs> 
Uh, well, we booked his wife for next week, so I reckon it'll come up. <laughs> I reckon it will too. On the 30th, we, uh, we were all hanging around having a drink and uh, Mick Malloy walked up to us and he was really sensible about this. He came up to about half a dozen of us and said, boys, I've heard that the place that we're going for tomorrow night, there's going to be a terrorist attack. Now, I don't want to alarm you, but what should we do? Like... Tell six of us. That's a really good idea. So then we tell six, and then so then there was this really full-on conversation of like, oh, well, man. if we don't go, the, the terrorists. Poor business owner, just like right. just like piling booze into the fridges, going, I hear it's going to be a big night. Yeah. Right. And they're going to. We're selling these beers for thirty cents already. It's not like we're making a big yeah. profit. Now we can't yeah. even get rid of poor, them. Three hundred thousand in their currency. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it was this thing. So then we're having these really full-on conversations of, well, well, if we don't go, the terrorists have won. But if we do go, maybe the terrorists win and do I really want to try and catch Gatesy's leg as it flies past me (laughs) and you know, it was a really, maybe it's, it's Mick how does Mick know? So oh, was he completely it, serious yeah, or yes. not? Right, that was yes. what I was going to ask. Because I, I, the way you were telling that and just the fact that Mick's involved made me think this is a yeah. sick joke that right. he's Right, Mick's in Bali. He's been yeah. drinking for six days. Does he yeah. know what he's saying anymore? Yeah. Well, it's it's also like Malloy is connected, isn't he? So he could yeah. be pulling... <laughs> like, he goes to Bali all the what, time. What, with the Indonesian what? mafia? Yeah. Well, how else is someone going to party in Bali? That's what I'm saying. The terrorists, before they do anything, they're, they're letting Eddie Maguire know and because mm. Mick's pretty tight with him. He, that's yeah, how he yeah. got the and, inside and, scoop. And Eddie knows that Mick is the one that makes him popular so he can't have him explode. <laughs> so, so anyway, so then we all started, you know, everyone, some people are overreacting, some people are trying to be cool about it, some people want to be calm. Uh, I was trying to work out where I could stand and if it went down I could be the first to do material about it. And <laughs> so then it got so the night, and uh, so Limo had one of the groomsmen in his wedding w- has someone who uh, is re- relatively high up in uh, a position Isis, of power. Yep. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it because that will get me blown up. So he found out, no, everything's going to be fine, but then do you believe that? So so it was Gatesy. And if only there was another venue in Bali yeah, that you could yeah, come to Right. Instead. But they'd booked, they'd, so, but Limo and Kel had booked this right. place oh, that had sure. food. So it wasn't just yeah. like a, a thing on the side of the beach? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Right. He had he had like he'd booked for fifty people. Uh, you know, go down, eat, drink, hang out, etc. So What's anyway, the cancellation policy if you've booked a venue yeah. and right. you find out that it will definitely be the subject of a terrorist attack. Are you right. getting at least half? Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you get your right. bond back if it blows up? Is that is that on you yeah. or is that on? Them? Remember, we're in well, Bali, yeah. so you will get fifteen bucks back. So <laughs> right. you will be fine. Right. So anyway, so Gatesy and I and a couple of others, we were like discussing it. Do we go? Do we not go? We had to be there at eight thirty. Got to eight thirty, and then it's like, oh well, we'll just head down. So we wandered down. Like we really took our time as well. And by the time we got there, it was about ten. And when we arrived, Limo and all them saying, oh, we're leaving. And it's like, why have you heard more about the terrorist attack? And it was like, nah, it was full of arsehole Aussies and Bintang singlets come out going, fucking Husey, mate. <laughs> Limo. <laughs> that cunt that married Limo. See, you know, <laughs> and so where was the alert on that one? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's what we well, needed the that, alert That should for. be at the Bali airport, though, to be right. fair. Wow. <laughs> should be the, uh, should be the uh, so super bogan alert. What we're finding out is, like, ISIS have got the wrong angle entirely, throwing right. bombs into the mix. They should just throw drunk Aussies in Bintang singlets oh, into public yeah. places. God, no, no. That's more psychological damage. No, they, they, what, no, what we learned that from that is... That is the way is they, to keep people indoors. What we learned from that, they should have bombed that place. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would have been a happy ending. Oh. <laughs> Mate, that would have been national heroes. But the uh, – so so we got there. We only lasted about two minutes and then we walked all the way back from where we came. 
uh, ended up at a, at a friend's uh, hotel and Gatesy and I hadn't eaten so they were up in the in the posh part of the hotel in their big massive room with big massive balcony and Gatesy and I as we were walking through the hotel there was a party on and there was a buffet so Gatesy and I picked up a plate and we picked up a whole lot of buffet and we went all the way up and we had heaps of snacks like we oh. ate really well actually you ripped them off you you saved yourself a sweet 15 cents and oh, didn't mate, pay for the was, buffet yeah, awesome. it was awesome so that's, that's how great. it worked out for us that's awesome my new year's eve was i was in tasmania at the falls festival at marion bay and we had done a gig and they're very generous with the rider that you get backstage and i was staying there overnight for new year's eve and uh the other two comedians daniel towns and ursula carlson they left straight after the gig and the people running the backstage were like, hey, you can have all this rider. Like, you do what you want with what, it. What was the rider? Uh, the rider was, like, tons of beers, uh, some um, uh, uh, Captain Morgans oh, yeah. uh, and Coke. Yep. Just cans of different beers. Because what you want to do is when you drink scotch, you want to be still pumped up with sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah there are about 20 cans of that. Which yeah, is the good. last thing you need to do is pass out when yeah. you can just keep fucking drinking, mate. <laughs> but they all leave. And so I'm, I'm allowed to do what I want with this rider. And, but they're like, but you've got to, you know, someone else has to take over the dressing room in half an hour. So you do what you want with it, but you can't keep it here. And I'm like, oh, have you got like a, I don't have a bag on me. Have you got a bag or something that I can, because I'm thinking, this is great. I'm not going to have to buy a drink all night. Like, this is so much booze. So they then come out and they bring me a clear plastic garbage <laughs> bag that I load literally about 20 cans into. And then I just kind of sling it over my shoulder and go, all right, guys, well, uh, thanks for the gig. And, um, have a happy New Year's Eve. And then I just trot it off by myself. Right. So instead of having one of those sacks with like the dollar sign on it, you yeah. need like the yeah. four X's yeah, on it. Yeah. 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 And I'm just walking. And so people, you know, I'm walking through the campsite oh. to get to the stage and punters are seeing me like some kind of Gero Santa Claus. <laughs> just going, yeah. what the fuck? Because like yeah. I look, because when you buy drinks at those things at the bars, they open them for you. So it's impossible if yeah. you're a punter oh. to stockpile them. Yeah. So they think, some people thought I was some kind of like, Actual like salesman traveling sales, yeah, yeah awesome. People kind of go, How much for a can? I'm like, Nah, these are kind of got to last me all night. And so, yeah, by the <laughs> end, it was just me with this gradually de- and drinking them because it was really heavy, so drinking them yeah. really quick just to. Just to take the strain off my arms. So, some some people would have thought you're an alcoholic Santa, and people from Adelaide would have thought he is going to get so much at recycling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. In spite of I realised as the words were coming out of my mouth, it sounds like the most bleak experience that anyone's ever had. But no, it was that was yeah, that was me just traveling. Yeah, the festive time of year. Got a bag of cans on your back, and you just <laughs> tell everyone that they can't have any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. bag of cans is offered. It's very heavy, and I don't want to carry it anymore. But you're not getting any. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I like those people coming up wanting some. It's like you know when people come up to you on the street and go, "Oh, can I have two bucks?" And you pat your pockets and go, "Sorry, mate, I got nothing." <laughs> yeah. like, can I can I have a drink? Oh, mate, oh, I wish no, I could. I wish I had one. I'm looking as well. I'm looking down my transparent yeah. plastic yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when Fleety walks up to me and I'm wearing a gold suit and he says, do you have any money? I go, nah, I haven't been paid for a gig in ages. That's like when I walk around with a suit of heroin and Fleety comes up to me and asks, oh, no, all right. We're not on on board for that one? All right, good. Yeah, no pashes on New Year's Eve for this guy, surprisingly enough. Hey, can I have one of your cans? Fuck no. Hey, it's midnight. Do you want to maybe kiss? Uh, No. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's quite good, though, because that's quite a good currency to be dealing with, though, I would imagine, at at Falls. That's nine bucks a can. Like, yeah, I could have come out of there with some serious. That's that could have been like a, a status symbol for you. Like yeah. that's you're walking around with all those cans in a bag, unopened, like you said. Mm. But, you know, you should have been strutting around. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. should. Well, there, at one point, I went. I was went from the campsite back into the main festival bit, and you're not allowed to take. 
drinks in mm, from mm. the campsite because you're not allowed to bring your own. So I turn up with this sack and the sec- and I just and I'm not even thinking I'm just going to walk through and the security guard at the gate is like just sees the bag and he's like whoa 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 we're gonna need to have a chat about this and I'm <laughs> like oh I'm it's from the writer and my excuse was just so convoluted along that he just I think his brain he just, he just wanted you to keep walking and yeah, stop yeah, talking he was like, this is too much but you know you could have set yourself up in like a corner of the stage and then you could have had like a minion who comes up and the, a dude goes up to your minion oh mate I just want two cans you stay here we don't want you making eye contact with Dazzolo he runs back you know it's just like the why he's got <laughs> a little burner little mini prohibition era and yeah. you're in I think I'm overselling yeah. how many cans I it was maybe 12 it wasn't don't like, ruin the story like, don't ruin like the story with your facts I wasn't going back to my Tent and swimming around in cans, Scrooge McDuck style. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I was, I was going. I thought you were going the full Scarface thing, you know, with a face full of fucking Coke, yeah. literally no. Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going Breaking Bad, and you've got your minion back in your tent making UDL mixture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, Cut this is some... this is ninety four percent UDL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you? And we've made it blue. Yeah, well, that's uh, what it was before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the vodka and boysenberry. What is wrong with you? What did you end up doing, Claire? Oh, now- yeah. Well, I was in Perth, so it gave me an advantage when I wanted to start up to midnight Melbourne time. So I got to start from <laughs> 9pm and go to bed feeling victorious. Um, my mother and father and I did cryptic crosswords and had cups of tea. Right. I have a baby now and it made it really... (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're starting a new story now. Oh, (laughs) man, it was... uh, was, It's just really difficult with a baby. So I sort of had leaned on my... I lean on them a lot for, you know, like for looking after the baby so I can get things done. Wait, but they live in Perth, so... So I was in Perth. I was when you want to get them. chores done here, you just put the and baby on a plane. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah. I mean, I was there for two and a half weeks. Right. And I, can't, I just the whole time leading up to New Year's, I sort of knew about some things happening and I was just I was feeling it out. Like, do you think it – I wonder if I could get away with just going, oh, I'm just going to go out for a few hours and leave the baby with them. And then it just didn't feel right. And to be honest, there, there was just this – mum had pulled out the cryptic crossword and I was starting to learn how to do them. And I was like, this will do. <laughs> this will do this yeah. year. She gave me pyjamas for Christmas. They were, they, they were on it. Like four PM every day, they were just really comfortable pajamas. So I would have had, a, I would have had to got changed, um, and I got to kind of live vicariously through my. Um, did, did, were any of you at my house on New Year's Eve? That's what I was about to say because no. there was a party here. Well, yeah, because we're in your house. Now, I'm leaning up against Dan Moore's expensive leather jacket that he yep. still hasn't picked up because he left it here. He also lost some sunglasses. Well, he didn't lose anything as valuable as my husband. He lost a four hundred dollar bottle of wine, and here's the deal, right? It did was he really fridge. lose it, or um, did he lose it into his guts? Yeah. No, so he. Um, this is our only when when I was working in radio in Sydney it was our it was his one investment was this you know this uh vintage Krug it's about $700 retail now. Like, it's a 96 right. Krug, whatever. I know nothing about it, but it's his special... It's his one precious possession and, you know, in his life and, and he has a baby. Um, and, um, and uh, yeah. What's the and baby he was, now? <laughs> I have no idea about retail value, but I guess it's just... It's all about finding a buyer. As so, soon as you drive it off the lot, it goes down. So. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That lo- yeah, it loses value and so does a whole lot else. Um, this baby only had one previous owner, a little old lady who just took it to church. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, anyway, he woke up in the morning. Well, no, he didn't. Whatever. I don't know what happened. I don't know how he arrived at the morning, but in the morning he was a little bit dusty and he looked in the fridge for it and it wasn't there. And I think, you know, he just did that thing where your brain explodes and he couldn't see it anywhere. And he called me in a bit of a fluster and I was like, Does the baby have it? (laughs) Babes, you're all right. 
you'll be all right, we'll get you another one, it's all right, nobody would have done it deliberately. Maybe you want to send a text out letting people know that if they drank it, they should just know that it's like a really special one. Just oh, yeah, so that they like, like know that when they have a liquid laugh today that they, that, that yeah. vomit is going to be really yeah. expensive. Well, I don't yeah. know. I don't 20 know. bucks like, a chunk. <laughs> is there a way you can phrase a text to say... Don't feel bad. It's done, but you may as well know. Just you just any, had a great time. Uh, just any time something goes missing from someone's house party and they have to send that thing out going, look, you know, if you took it by accident or if you know it, like, oh, man. oh a, a it's brutal awkward. thing to have to do. Well, he wasn't up to the text, so I wrote it for him and he, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he sent it on and then he found it. Where was it? In the fridge. <laughs> right. How right. big's your fridge? He's not that big. He was just, you know, he was just very shabby right. and jumping to conclusions. Wait, and then he it... sent a very polite, hey, guys, I found it. Is it See, a white wine? It's a sparkling. Craig oh, is, right. You know, like if you work in wine, which he does, you're very snobby about stuff like Marlon right. Chandon and all the all yeah. the like traditional highly advertised ones. Yeah. And then there's the ones that you know are good. So Krug is like just a... It's just about as good as champagne gets. Right. It's right. You can't trust him. You're better off just keeping your drink <laughs> transparent plastic bag yep. slung over your shoulder all night and then they don't go missing. 40 or 50 no beers at all times. 40 or 50 beers. Like, I don't want any just, facts. This is how hobos started. Just everyone going, it's better off in the sack, over your shoulder, yep. just everything. Why yep. would you have a house? Yeah, that's going to go missing. Right. right. Next time I go to the falls, I'm going to take a hanky and a little stick. Yeah. And keep my rider. Your bindle. Your yeah. bindle. My little bindle. So yeah. that's the second best story about your fridge. That I've ever heard. Now, oh. I've I've never heard this story oh, from this the, you. Is this the Spanish ham? Yeah. Yes. Oh, now, the Spanish ham. Can I? Can yes. I? Can I? I'll, I'll tell you back the story that I heard that I love. So, All right. it's a story about someone, someone that maybe used to be in comedy that was house sitting for you. And the way I heard it was, uh, you were about to come back, and the message went out to you saying, "Hey, everything's fine, <laughs> everything's good, um, everything's ready for you to come back." And I've uh, bought some Spanish ham and, and left in the fridge for you. And you've gone, "Okay, great." And then you're, you're nearly home, and the message goes out saying, um, "Oh, right. So I've just left the house. Everything's spick and span. Left some Spanish ham in the fridge for you." Then you get home. There's a, there's a note on the table saying, "Here's the spare key. All good. Spanish ham in the fridge." You open the fridge, no Spanish ham. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, well, what you need to know is I don't even eat ham because I'm a bit of a friend of the pigs. Um, but the bit of the story is, <laughs> like you know, cops. we're on the drive. Yeah. <laughs> on the drive home. Well, I mean, the, the important bit is that I read the text and I say I turn to Wado and I go, oh, she's left some Spanish ham in the fridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> giving him about a half an hour of just delicious anticipation uh, yeah. because, you know, Wado and he's just, he enjoys anticipation. So he was just, pla- oh, my Long God. Long drive, looking yeah. forward he to will, it up when you get home. He will give me a call when I'm not at home, when I'm travelling. He will give me a call to tell me the ingredients of the sandwich he just ate. <laughs> right. He's really into sandwiches. So there was yeah. just... What a homer so, one, I mean, right? I mean, he stopped talking after I said that for the rest of the way home and well, I know what he was thinking about. Spanish ham's in the fridge. Yeah. We got home and we well, opened hey, the and, he's, and he's looking around, right. and there is no Spanish ham in the fridge. Right. I don't know what happened to it. Have you thought? I don't that feel that it was a practical joke. I, it's not. I think maybe you should get him to have another look. Yeah. <laughs> he could not find yeah. the wine before. Yes. There might be a Spanish ham in your fridge. That's what I was about to say with this new evidence that we have. Did it fortify into wine, or like a <laughs> <laughs> it's a sparkling ham? <laughs> was it white or red ham? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, imagine if you literally did look in and we found it and it was like yeah. still there and still good to go. And, and above just... all, what is Spanish ham? I've never heard of I don't Spanish know what ham. It is. Um, it's uh, ham that we knows never how to found dance. Out. Yeah. Um, but the great thing is um, uh, that uh, Geraldine Hickey and Alison Bice house at my house 
over a year afterwards, like <laughs> like years later, and um, obviously I remembered the story because when we came home, there was a note on the door that said, "There's Spanish ham in the fridge." <laughs> and then when we got to the fridge, there's a note that says, "There's no Spanish ham in the fridge." And what's great is we have both notes stuck to the fridge. But then we opened, and they'd actually bought a cheap shitty whole leg of ham right. and they'd put a little Dora the Explorer hat on it. Oh, right. awesome. That's pretty good. Don't, yeah. don't you love like you, there's a point where you're thinking, you know what, maybe I'll make it as a comedian and I'll be real respected in the industry and I'll make some really good friends and maybe there'll be a legend about me and uh, the Spanish ham legend. Legend of the Spanish ham. Look, that person doesn't work in comedy anymore but I still think they have they, they have some respect. They have some kudos in circles. Sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. They have my respect for Birthing that story. Yeah. Oh my god, the poor way. You know what I? He just, I, I this is. I think, di- you can see his disappointment yeah. in his shoulders when something's gone oh, wrong yeah. in his life. <laughs> Did I he ring the, you again, even though you were in the same room together afterwards? <laughs> Claire, where's the Spanish ham? I just yeah. feel like we've, there's been all the jokes about the Spanish ham, and many people have told the story. It just doesn't seem right to me. You know what? Next time I come around here, I'm bringing you an actual spat, not a joke Spanish ham. I'm going to bring you an actual Spanish, Spanish ham. ham. Yeah. I also never want to be in a situation if I find out why there was no Spanish ham. I like. I want this to be like JFK. I don't want to know who was on the grassy you knoll. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know why the Spanish ham wasn't in there. I never yeah. want to hear the fact of it. Yeah. I don't want to hear that it was some elaborate prank. I don't want to hear it was a metaphor that got out of control. <laughs> I don't want to find out that it was in the back. I just want the idea of that story to continue to grow. Because yeah. you imagine how the good this story is going to be in ten years' time. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, when <laughs> I first the whole, heard it, it'll I'd... be the whole pig. I've <laughs> <laughs> to pig in the freezer. <laughs> when I first heard that story, I tried to get Spanish ham going as like a slang term, so sort of like just for anything that's non-existent. So, so essentially, yeah. an Indian giving like a, Kinda, the promise, yeah. the, a promise that never materialises. Or it'd yeah. be like, like oh, a, mate, how's the sex life at the moment? Oh, mate, it's Spanish ham. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just hey, mate, that. hey, mate, can I, I can I buy a can of booze off you down at Falls Festival? Sorry, mate, I'm all Spanish hammed out. Got another. Yeah, I did not. Realize that that was a. I didn't realize that you'd been privy to that story. Didn't realize it had spread so far. Yeah, and, oh, there you go. and now it's going out to a lot of podcast listeners who are about to get hashtag Spanish ham going. Hashtag, hashtag sparkling Spanish ham. <laughs> That's a great sparkling one from the ham. vaults of you and me long before doing the podcast. Where I've always thought, I wonder if we could ever bring that up on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someday that'll get to go out to. Turns out dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't find out what you did for New Year's. Oh yeah. Oh, it'll I... be bleak. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I went to the movies. Oh yeah, which I never do, and because I don't really do New Year's Eve, I don't really, yeah, I don't really into it. Whatever. And uh, I went to the movies and went. Oh, this is this is cool. This is this this is the right idea. Like I'm just going to go talk and talk us through the clientele at the cinemas on New Year's Eve. Well, that's the, exactly it. I go in. I go. Oh, I figured this out. Going to the going to the movies. Look exactly like you. No, just sixty year olds. So <laughs> I'm in there going. This is good. And then I look around and go. Oh, I'm thinking the same as them. I'm not too far away from these guys. Um, I did a cryptic right. crossword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just all grey hair at the cinema. Do you know what? I um, I don't mind seeing movies with a predominantly over 60s audience, right? And I bet you're saying 60 and you probably – because you forget how – I mean, 60 is only 18 years older than Hamo here. You know, like 60 is not that old anymore. <laughs> And um, <laughs> she pointed at him too. She pointed at me. That's what I appreciated. Just in case, just in case I'd forgotten who I am because I'm so old. He's and I've got great old to see scenes. a movie with. He's great, and he probably Thank still you. be great in 18 years. I but there will is be. a thing when, you, it. when it's a mostly when it's a mostly old audience. Do you find this hammer when you go into because you see a lot of movies and yeah. you would see preview movies in with a sometimes sometimes it would be pitched at an older audience. Yeah. Here's what happens: they like to do a little bit of commentary. 
Oh, you know, yes. like young people know, just yes. shut up, it'll all come clear soon. But yeah. older people are a little bit like, oh, we haven't seen him before. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't have to say that no, out loud. No, no, we're all thinking that because the movie just started. Yeah. 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 My yeah. favourite, I've heard this many times. Oh, from before. <laughs> right. oh, that's, a, that's a classic. The, the, these are uh, my uh, one of my favourites was seeing Pulp Fiction when it first came out, and I saw it at the cinema and loved it, and went and saw it a second time. And when it gets to the point where uh, Bruce Willis comes face to face with. Uh, John Travolta, that all takes place. And then it goes to the rest of the story with Jules and the woman behind me went, but he's dead. (laughs) And had just missed that the whole movie was not linear in any way and just kept saying, didn't he get shot? And whoever was with him, uh, with her, just had turned off and had just, you know, was focusing on the film and she just kept asking, but... But he got killed. <laughs> he got killed, and oh. she just could not understand oh, it. I, I did great. I watched God. Stargate in the cinemas, oh, and right. there was a, I sat behind this guy who did. He was like arnieing it or Sylvester Stalloneing it the whole time. Like he'd just come up with a catchphrase oh, for everything yeah, right. that happened. Oh no, that's adding value. Yeah, and he'd be he would be almost turning to me and saying it like he was sitting oh. in front of me. But then he he actually did do it no, at the I, very end. When everything, something was blowing up, something was about to be blown up or someone was blowing something up and he literally did the old dusting of the hands, <laughs> yeah, turned around to me as he walked out and went, time to shut up shop. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It feels like it was a C-list uh, 80s Australian action hero. Yeah, yeah, right. It's still yeah. feeling like... That's what happened apartment. at the end of Razorback or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. try and combine two of these threads. Anyone who's listening, let's get some kind of weird flash mob thing going. Next time you're in the cinema watching an action movie and there's a moment like that where you can whip this out, give it a bit of, now that is a Spanish hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If people could get that going at the cinemas. Yeah. I I saw The Expendables with Tom Gleeson and... Oh, I thought that had Sylvester Stallone in it. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Boy, they're really expanding the cast for that fourth one. I saw the original. Uh, The Sylvester Stallone one was a remake. Uh, The original, uh, very ginger. Anyway, uh, and we were sitting in the cinema and we were, you know, it's loud and there's explosions and I don't normally talk in movies, but that's one of those movies that you, you're just yeah. turning around go, oh yeah, oh, he's too old you're... to do that, oh this is shit ass, blah 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 and then there was uh, there was one moment where it was quiet in the movie and at that moment we realised everyone in the cinema was talking, yeah. so everyone had been talking <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the right. way through the film right. and it wasn't until that silent moment everyone's looking around going, hey <laughs> went back to their conversations uh, I'll just follow up on something from a couple of weeks ago and also talking before about the Falls Festival. Now, I mentioned uh, my parents came along to the Lawn Falls Festival with me to watch me do my gig. That's right, I'm 28 and I took my parents along to a music festival like a real cool guy. How many beers did they have in their sacks? <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a couple, actually. Um, it was good, though. They, it was actually... Who, who was the highlight for them? Uh, me. <laughs> oh, right. They didn't watch any of the bands? No, they did. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. So yep. they were... Sim- were simply read on the bill or...? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were... Because, you know, it's that thing where... Uh, actually, sorry to interrupt. Yep. What's their taste in music? Um, none. They have... Between them, they own one CD, The Best of ABBA. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Like they, that, that's it? Yeah. That, yeah. Right. That's, yeah, I've talked so about... your taste in music is rebellion C- well, that's to it. have taste in music. Exactly. I've talked about this on stage where, you know... A lot of friends my age, they hear, you know, like the Beatles and stuff. Like yeah. Their dad would have that on. I never had that growing up. And I made... What did you have? Like, did the, was it just the TV? on but repeat. No, no. Right. no. Really? Just the best of ABBA on repeat all the time. And that's why you're a Non-stop. dancing queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of your names not Tiomi. <laughs> 
so, yeah, they – but I, I did this thing. I, for Christmas I got them a couple of CDs because I thought, you know what, I'll just try and – Try and make their, you know, try and broaden that their life. Never works. Oh, Mistake. Forcing, Who are you? Forcing hobbies on your parents or forcing new interests on there. I've bought so many things for my mum and dad yeah. that they've just gone, nah, yeah. thanks, but no. Well, I've, tried, like, I've tried that with my mum and, and then she has honestly said to me, oh, I don't know, your taste of music's too soft. Because she <laughs> likes Pearl Jam, Nine Inch Nails, oh, really? the Deftones. She took you to see Kiss when you were a kid, didn't she? Eight years old. That was my yeah. first concert. She took wow. me to see Kiss and she thought they were a bit poppy. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried this Neil Finn album. Oh, fucking too soft. <laughs> fucking grow some balls. Like She went and saw Nine Inch Nails and Queens of the Stone Age last year yeah. and halfway through Queens of the Stone Age she just went, this is too soft and left. <laughs> oh, Love nine, nine Inch Nails, thought Queens of the Stone Age were too soft. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. So, uh, so, yes, I don't try to give her music either. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bought them a few CDs and then Dad was like, yeah, we listened the other day to a couple of them and we liked them. I'm like, oh, which ones? Like, I don't know. Like, what did they sound like? It's like, no. Okay. <laughs> and he, and he like, went, okay. take a chance on me. <laughs> anyway, you're still listening to ABBA. Yeah, that's in the par. That was one of the new ones, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but Wade and I have really similar taste in music. I, I, like, as in, I acknowledge it. But if he goes, hey, you should listen to this album, it's really good, I'm like... Fuck off. You know, like I won't. <laughs> and then I will, I will deliberately. You can't even find the wine. <laughs> I'll deliberately not listen to it for a year. It drives him mental. Like the, like the new Kanye. He's like, it's really good. And I'm like, well, because you've told me to listen to it, I'm not going to. I don't say that out loud. I say in my head, because you've told me to listen to it, yep. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm very contrary. I'm sure. Don't, um, people really are with music, don't you reckon? But then do you yeah. do, do, you do th- so then you, do you, you do eventually listen to it after a while? Oh, yeah. And I'll do be you like. you then <laughs> do that thing where you go to him and you're like, you should check out the new Kanye. It's no, no, no. I did, I did do it the other day. I mean, like. I did the other day. I went, oh, man, that new Kanye is great. <laughs> but, and he will just go, Nuh. like for ages I had a really small desk in my office, like tiny, it could barely fit a laptop on it. And, um, and he'd be like, you just need to get a bigger desk. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't, no, nah, I don't, not for ages. And then finally I got a big desk and I'm like, man, it is good to have a big desk. <laughs> for ages he was like, you would love Roybos tea. You should drink Roybos tea. And I'm like, it's disgusting. I won't. Two years I held out on that. And then I finally started drinking it like nonstop going, yeah. I love Roybos. And he's like, like this is... We have a great marriage. My favourite marriage is the ones that are just like a long game of cat and mouse. That's <laughs> yes. what I enjoy. That's great. But yeah, he does that with, and I really think, I mean, that's that's coming from really similar musical tastes, and I refuse to. I can't imagine being your parents going, Tommy. The entire time you've known us, we haven't given a fuck yeah. about music. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Now you yeah. Want, they can't talk either. Yeah. And now you want us? Well, to they've give learned a fuck? English off ABBA. <laughs> yeah, it's very Swedish. <laughs> and now That's you're how giving Benny us CDs. Like, how insulting must that be? Like, what yeah. about thinking about something we might like based on your entire experience of us it's... as people that are close to you? I know, but like, it... otherwise it was yeah. just going to be like socks and soap. And I thought, you know what? At the very least. Maybe it doesn't oh work, but my at least I'm trying something a little God. bit different. Isn't right. that what you think of them? You're like, well, if I, you're like, I'm going to give you socks or soap or something I know you won't like. Like, that's all. What about? It wasn't that I knew they wouldn't. It was like, I didn't just get stuff that I really like. I went and I spent some time and I yeah. thought, this is nice stuff that I think they'll enjoy. They spend a lot of time pottering around the house. They can yep. just put this on. I got them the National. I got them Boy and Bear. You know, kind of nice, uh, kind of stuff. My mum would fucking uh, smash you. <laughs> she would just... She would punch you into tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so soft. That's, that is, oh yeah, that, that's yeah, a... Yeah, they want to listen to Boy those and albums. Bear. Like you they, want those albums. No, like, I don't want Boy and Bear at all. Really? No. Nah. It seems like a move. It, does, it seems, does stink of Dasilo. Yeah. <laughs> 
out it of... It does seem like a move, though. Like To be that... honest, out of all the people at this table, you'd be the most likely to listen to Boy and Bear. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to debate yeah, that. Yeah, but you know, like, boy, giving your mum and dad Boy and Bear is like... You know, like, they want that as much as they want, like... <laughs> Their local barista to come in and sing them a song that they've written. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't. Well, my, they don't want that in their house. I was I was at my mate's house once <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, I was at my mate's house for I think Christmas morning. I think we went out drinking and then on Christmas morning we Did woke you, was up. Was that point clear? Did you get what I was yes, saying? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd like I you to rip into know. me for a few more minutes if you possibly could. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Listen to what they. I mean, you know what you you know what I know about your parents so far. I know they like to potter around the house. Yes. Yep. Buy your mum some really nice gardening gloves. Yeah. Or some pottering awesome. shoes. Or some pot. <laughs> really fun. All right, that next shit to up. your Spanish ham. How about that? That'll do. That's better. <laughs> it's easier to shop for as well. Like we've got heaps of it right here. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like I was going to say. That was like uh, I think I was at my friend's house on Christmas morning. Uh, I woke up and he immediately gave his mum her present, and it was very clearly a soccer ball. And they just took off the wrapping, and she went, "What am I going to do with a soccer ball?" And he went, "I've got an idea. Let's go, Carl." And we went out and played soccer. So that's. You know, did she enjoy that? Did she enjoy that? Yeah. Well, it didn't matter. It was gone. <laughs> like, I don't think so. But what I'm saying is it's like that seemed like a move that Daslo did, Buy- buying music CDs for your mum and dad and then go, oh, you didn't want that? Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. well, I can find yeah. use for it. Do you, what, what, uh, what about your parents? Do they, what music taste do they have? Did zero. You, oh, zero? So yeah. none, none when you were growing up as well? No, zero. Yeah. No, they, they, they never played anything. Yeah, uh, right. I, did, I had to go and I had to save up and get a like a – a tape player, like a record and tape player sort of thing. Right. I reckon it would make it way better. Uh, no, as in like how, how wonderful to discover music Yeah. when your parents haven't already... Well, my, d- my dad would be... so out of your, out of your like normal My dad would be quite competitive, even though he wasn't into it at all, into music and wouldn't play music deliberately. Like I'd put something on. I'd put Sometimes you'd trip and fall over and music would come on though. Yeah, I'd put something on and then he'd go... And I'd go, oh, this is great. And he'd go, oh, not as good as the Beatles. And it's like, that's, you, that you was the argument every yeah. time. It's like, and you're like, you don't listen to the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. But like he's like, oh, you know, I listened to it when I was a kid though. You know, so this right. isn't as good as the Beatles. It's like you can't just take the Beatles side over everything. Thing, and you're not even particularly <laughs> that into the Beatles. Like right. it's not a it's not a fucking music Olympics we're competing in. And I'm 15. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, guess what? You don't have to compete with your 15 year old son over musical <laughs> taste. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. That's just funny. Quickly going back to Christmas Eve. Um, this is just reminding me of something. I know someone who has who this is a while ago picked up on Christmas Eve. Went out drinking on Christmas Eve and went home. Went home with them. With them, the guy. She thinks pissed the bed, but then just had to get up in the morning and go like, "Oh fuck, I've got lunch to go to," and then left. <laughs> Merry and then Christmas! This, yeah. And then I saw this person later that day, and they were like, "Going, I mean, maybe Merry sweat heaps. Maybe that's why the bed was wet. It's like Merry Pissmas, <laughs> right?" <laughs> but first of all, that's picking up on Christmas Eve. That's oh, a pretty. That's, that's impressive. A pretty wild. I, I like how you're calling that wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's there's get a, back to the piss part. <laughs> there's a wilder part of that story you've well, overlooked. This is wild on whatever day of the year it happens on. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of a given. Yeah, but yeah. The, I don't know. I, I, Christmas Eve is never a night where I'm Waking think, up in someone else's house on Christmas morning. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being hungover, having yeah. to put your clothes on, yeah. go and, see and, mum and dad. And people usually get up 
early. Yeah. On yeah. Like, so it, obviously this person left alone. It wasn't one of those scenarios where they've gone to the house and, hey, here's my mum, here's my dad. Sorry, we didn't have time to get you a present because you only yeah. just turned up last night to fuck our daughter. She, and she's, <laughs> living, she's living at the parents' house. Oh, she is. No. Oh, right, oh, right. What? Working right. up in someone else's parents' house. No. Oh. And then like. What a train. <laughs> That's a train spotting one. Right there, isn't yeah. it? Right. He's gone to uh, he's gone to get up, and then her younger sister thought it was Santa, like putting <laughs> stuff under the tree, and it's like, oh, what's in the stocking? I'm sorry, that's a used condom. If you could yeah. put that down, yeah, that's a present for later. <laughs> yeah, classic, that was I a... just got you something that I want to use myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh. um many many years ago, about eight years ago, when I was a younger fella, and I uh, picked up a girl. Twenty six years until you're sixty. It was awesome, <laughs> and. Uh, Always good to remember in the back of your head how close you are to 60. <laughs> anyway, I... Um, let's, start, let's start that on the website. Yeah. Days until Hamo's 60 yeah. and days yeah. until Nick Cody's birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, clock, they call it. How long you are at, at, the, uh, at the Hi-Fi Club, it's the, it's the Fleety Dow Index <laughs> and how many days until I turn 60. Um, I, uh, An amount of Spanish ham. It's just yeah. constantly painted zero. Yeah. Painted and there's zero. a beautiful moment where all three of them sync up and show the same number. For just yeah. like and everyone oh, waits for it. There it yeah. is. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Okay. It's like the Hadron Collider. Then it's like bang. <laughs> yeah, the done. end. Then comedy ends forever. Um, I uh, had, a, had a one night stand with a lady. And uh, yep. Don't want to brag. Once and anyway, the she'd had uh, she had gone, and then the next morning I've woken up and I've looked at the bed, and I actually thought, oh, oh my god, like she shit herself, like she <laughs> shit herself in my bed, right? And so I did what any normal person would do when they're panicking like that. I called Adam Richard, and <laughs> and Adam's like squealing on the phone, like, oh my god, oh my god, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I just don't know what to do. Like I'd like, and he's like, oh, what does it look like? I said, it looks like shit. And he's like, oh, he said, wait a minute, go and smell it. I said, I am not fucking smelling it. He said, smell it. He said, I'm not smelling it. So trust me, you should smell it. So I bent down. He said, what does it smell like? And I went. Smells like coconut. He said, it's fake tan, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fake tan all oh, through wow. my bed. Oh, I've never been oh. more wrapped. <laughs> but that, that moment, that moment of pre-sniff and post-sniff, there was oh. just that amount of panic followed by the mo- like, like, what is when going on nice with this or, coconut lover? Or, like, <laughs> or she'd just been drinking Malibu all night. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the joke was on me. Because <laughs> you rolled around in it after that. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yep. Ended I, up with. Uh, <laughs> I wondered why my calf muscles were so I, tanned. I once, um, in my, in my, again, in my younger days when yep. I was only twenty years to go until I was sixty as well. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I once. You're forty. You just admitted uh, it. Yeah. Uh, no, are you forty? No, yeah, you're not. No, you're the same not. age as me, aren't I'm you? Not. I'm not. Man, isn't how old are you? Isn't he thirty-eight? Thirty-eight. Oh, that's right. I thought you were younger than that. I forgot. I'm thirty-eight. I forgot. Oh yeah, right. I was like, he's the same age as me. Thirty-seven. I've had a baby. I, yeah. I don't know what's going as, on. As I prefer to know it, 22 years to go. Yeah. Yeah, 22 years to go. Yeah, so, that's yeah, good. I, yeah. I wouldn't have picked 22 that. Oh, left. good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 22. Yeah. 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 Until we Hello all kill ourselves that. at age 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we're saying, isn't no, it? No, uh, we, we all kill ourselves when you're 60. Oh, okay, yeah. right, right. <laughs> oh, that's worked out well for Hamo. <laughs> a few more years than I yeah, expected. You, yeah, 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 yeah great. Well. All right, I'll, I, I'll set up the Facebook invite for the Westgate right now. Yeah, thank you. I went and did gigs for a gig for... 14 to 17 year old scouts at the start of the oh, year yeah. and it was a cracking gig and what? then about Who three scouts from 14 to 17 
like the, well, about 350 boys and girls who were at the gig and they were hilarious. Like they were really into it. I, wow. I turned out about 50 minutes and then afterwards I was talking to about eight or nine kids who were about 16 and we were talking. They said, how long have you been in comedy? I said, about just over 20 years. And they were like, oh, my God, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 42. And the kids all looked at each other and looked at me and went, oh, man, you are in good shape. And I thought <laughs> if someone had told me at the start of the year hanging out with some 16-year-old boys would be great for my self-esteem, I would have said I don't want to host the collectors. But, yeah. it, uh... but usually it's the other way. It's, it could have been a worse story if it was the other way around. Usually the story the other way around is someone comes into the scouts and goes, you boys look good for your age. Yeah, it's, uh... yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like the perfect storm story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I interrupted what oh, you were no, saying. I was going to say was on the back of those, these stories that you're pulling out. I, uh, uh, yeah, a while back when I was a single man, uh, I once went home with a girl and, oh, okay, Claire's walking out. Uh, she no, doesn't no, want to hear just this just checking stories. on the baby. Right. I'm loving the story, but yeah. I'm just really I'm mystified. My baby should have woken up about ten minutes ago and I right. don't know why she Look, has. I'm no. sure your baby Azari is fine. Just relax. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, made a, uh, he made a joke about my baby dying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my baby's just bored to shit by this podcast. She'll yeah. be she'll be snoozing <laughs> a long time. She really, um, yeah, she's sleeping longer than usual and um, well done, boys. Yeah. Something well done. soothing the about baby, these You know what she did? She woke up, she heard the Spanish ham story and went, oh, for fuck's this sake, again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled over. No, Mr. Is there, wait, what's the baby's name? Penelope. Okay. <laughs> I think if you're going to say Spanish ham, I'd go. There is no baby, is there? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the fridge. Too many callbacks. Whenever, whenever. It's like a Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> I reckon when it, if you ever do a no show for a gig, it should be old Justin Spanish Hamilton. He's done oh, it again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, pick a gig and I won't turn up to it, but don't make it one of yours. And just so, but we'll make sure that you're going to be there so you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. I'll, I'll, I'll do the comedy club. Yeah. I'm more than happy not to turn up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Truth bomb. Yeah, her name's Penelope, but Adam Richard calls her Fat Tony. That one stuck. Fat I called her Fat Tony. What the I ca- fuck? I called her Fat Tony for a few weeks and that was th- that's, what, that's what Adam's... Can I call your baby Fat Tony? Oh, but she was pretty. Is that a confirmation? She was pretty though? chunky. Right. And she she, was she also the... put a couple of wax on some other babies as well, <laughs> right? Well, she had this real like, you know, like you'd sit her up but she was still a baby. So she sort of slumped forward yep. with her hands on her thighs, her big fat hands on her big fat <laughs> thighs with a really grumpy look on her face. She was yeah. really Fat Tony. She's... She's like... She's a fruiterer as well, isn't she? Mm, yeah. That too, yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry. Hey, I want to um, well, hear... I'm sorry. I'm I want to hear Carl's... No, we uh, want to hear Carl's story. story. Speaking of babies in the process of making nice. it. Uh, <laughs> Commander of the Segway. So, <laughs> so I went home with this uh, girl once and I woke up in the morning and it was that sort of thing where it's like... You know, she was pretty, obviously pretty happy with her catch. So she yep. was uh, going, this mm-hmm. is, yeah, what do you want to do now? And whatever. I'm like, oh, not much. I sort of want to go home. But then she, all of a sudden she goes, oh, anyway, they're, they're coming around soon. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, did I say before? Like, I've invited my friends around so you can meet them <laughs> and everything. And I'm like, I just met this girl the night before. I'd woken up. First thing that morning, she'd gone, oh, you can meet the friends. Anyway, so she's got her f- best friends around the house in the lounge room going and she'd like come in into the bedroom and I'm just pretending I'm like really hungover, really sick and she's going, you can come out and meet him and I'm like, oh, I reckon I'm too sick. I reckon I'm just going to stay here and I'm thinking, I'm just going to ride this out. I'm just going to stay, I'm going to try and sleep and pretend I'm really sick. I don't want to come out and meet these people. I, I barely remember this girl's name that I was with. Oh, and so anyway, she's going in and out of the kitchen and whatever and coming back in and going, anyway, they're really excited to meet you if you want to come out and uh, meet them. And I'm like, yeah, look, I'm just really sick. I just don't think I can face them. Anyway, all of a sudden my phone starts ringing. I start getting texts from the guy and the girl in the lounge room, her friends, 
this girl's given my number to them and they're ringing me like going... she's on a podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> they're ringing going, are you going to be okay? Come out. Come out and oh. meet us. Come out. And I'm like, oh, no, I think I'm going to spew. No, I'm no good. Anyway... They stayed around the whole time. Like it was just this weird, weird stakeout game of chicken thing. It was dark the next night before I gave up and went. It was dark. It was like 7 o'clock at night. So you're I in st- bed for like tw- a full day. Yes. Wow. Yes. It was 7 o'clock. Did you and get I- a bit hungry in your tum-tum? I, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I no, couldn't Claire, go out there. He's sick, remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, in the park. And he was the guy that pissed the bed. Yes. <laughs> that is. So it's seven o'clock, and then then yeah, I go. They're not get me out of this. I'll just piss the bed, <laughs> and they'll be so repulsed that they won't want to meet me. Yeah. And then I and then I get to roll around in my piss the rest of the day. So anyway, <laughs> how much so fake tan did you have? Then on? then Carl appears in the lounge room doorway with a giant wet patch on the front of his dags. Yeah. <laughs> so it's oh seven o'clock. All right, I'm out now. I lose the game. I go out and eventually <laughs> have to see them, but it's. Okay. Seven o'clock, and so I'm just like, oh, anyway, I've got a. And they're like, oh, well, oh, that was good to meet you. Ha ha ha, you do, you've been sick a long time, huh? And I'm like, yep, okay. <laughs> what now? And then I just walked home. I was just like, all right, well, I got to go now, and just spent all day trying to hide out from these people. Wow. That's so weird. Yeah. It, it was... And did you ever see that girl again? I did a, a few times. So I went right, back. Right. <laughs> no. Well, Without the friends. friends. Without yeah. the friends. I'm, I'm yeah. deep in this thing now <laughs> yeah. as well. Like I don't want to do the wrong thing by <laughs> Gary and Sally over there, if Can that's I, their name. I, but I, I remember just walking down the street in darkness going... <laughs> What have I been doing for yeah. 24 hours? This is insane. Yeah. And like, oh and, my and god! But didn't you just when you were younger? Didn't you do those weird things when you? Yeah. Like, but, but like this when, is, sorry, just when the end of the story. When you got yourself in a mess. Yeah. You would just do the weirdest things to avoid social awkwardness. Like I remember not weeing for for fully, <laughs> I reckon nearly 24 hours for that for that same reason. I was just like, I don't want to ask these. I don't know who these people are. I don't want to ask them where the toilet is. I'm just gonna. And I didn't sleep all night. Like I sat. I, I spent the whole night sitting up so that I didn't wean myself. Great story. But it always ends up being like you. Then you tell someone. You tell a friend as soon as you're out of it, yeah. and they go, "Why didn't you just do that?" And you're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, well, this is me. Yeah. So I, I. I Gone to this girl's house like, you know, two in the morning, whatever mm. it was the night before. So I didn't know where I was. Oh, yeah. So then I just get out and go, anyway, I gotta go, guys, and just start walking. And I'm walking in the dark as well. Oh, so at seven Jesus. o'clock it's dark. I'm walking down the street going, I don't know where I am. Because it wasn't like a main <laughs> street, so I couldn't yeah. and this is before the iPhone or anything right. like that. So I'm walking in the darkness and I remember ringing my friend and just going, I feel like I'm in your neighbourhood sort of, like within a couple of suburbs, and just looking at landmarks and going, Where do you reckon I am? I've just seen a, a a statue of Prince Philip or something. Where do you reckon I am? Like, yeah. there's I'm on a street and there's houses. Yeah, the and old trees. days before <laughs> big G- trees, big trees. How yeah. was it though before you had GPS on your phone when you could get lost? Yeah, like oh, yeah. the world Especially was when a you mystery. Go overseas and it, was, it was an adventure. Yeah, it was so good. I still don't get the um, data on when I go overseas because I like. Yeah. I actually enjoy the activity of trying to find my way to places. You do your planning yeah. in the hotel room. You, do you your work out where you got to go and you yeah. stick to it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. Can I ask you this? Can I go and get Fat Tony? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Can I ask you this first? Yeah, go on. So this is is what I've been wondering for the last week or last couple of days. Um, So you gave me a text the other day Mm -hmm. and uh, you saying, hey, because I run a couple of gigs, you know, as I've mentioned on the show before, Ball and Hotel, comedy on Thursdays and comedy explained on Mondays. But um, Sold out last night. Yes. Oh, I was going to come down and then, long story. Yeah. I heard it was great. Yeah. So... Uh, I got a text from you during the week saying, hey, um, I'm ready to sort of try out some new material if you've got any spots or whatever. I did not and write that. You, no, I think you did. No, did I just you? read uh, – I think I said ready for some 2015 gigs now. That's oh, okay. all. I kept right. it really short. That's right. real smooth. But oh, you, yeah. Also, yeah, you also sent a picture of yourself looking very happy 
<laughs> along with the message. And then I wrote, new phone, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and then you said, it's Claire Hooper and sent your details. And no, I was I like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, like, write, I didn't write, it's Claire Hooper. I went into my phone, I got my own contact and I shared my contact okay. with you. all right. Uh, what I was trying to bring up now is I couldn't figure out whether you're in on the joke or not and I was like... Yeah, oh, I was, Are mate. you in on the joke? Because you realise you've sent me a picture of your face. I don't need your number to yeah, know. Yeah, I know. It was oh, a great... Right. Your joke was, was awesome. And then I'm like... I'm, I'm at my mum and dad's and Wade's in the pool and I'm like, all right, okay, he's done a good one there. <laughs> what do I come back with? And I just, well, I just shared you my contact. Yeah, you did me because I, I was it sitting was there thinking... Then, oh, then, this is going to be a more... And then there was a long, a long yeah. delay and I was like, sweet, I've left him unable to reply to, and then you, yeah, it was a good, uh, it the, was a good exchange. I did not realise you didn't know I was in on the joke. I couldn't yeah. figure it out. Oh, there's nothing How better than little a, you think than of me. A, <laughs> an exchange getting derailed. Like someone go, you dickhead, and you go, oh, you fuck with, and they go, oh, are we okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, yeah. I reckon this is going to become a more frequent occurrence on this podcast as you get closer to sixty. Just you saying to guests, I didn't understand your text message. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a sweet text. It was like, I'm just going to ask Carl for some gigs. How shall I do it? Send a close-up picture of my own face <laughs> and write, ready for some gigs. I thought that was a great That's way good. to ask. That's yeah. great. And, I, you know, and then... Please, everyone everyone that has one phone then, number out there, oh, of, yes, of, of yes. which there are a million, please send a, send a, send a picture you of your face. Make sure it's just a picture of your face. And, um, and then I, I think I also wrote... Got that shot in one take. It was a very bad photo. I like but it. I didn't have much storage left on my phone. I was like, I'm not going to waste it taking a whole lot of reverse selfies. I'm just going to send the first one. While we're talking about, while we're talking about uh, uh, my phone number being out there, can I just... Now, I very, very Actually, rarely... do you want to know? I want, you, sure. But I want you to know... <laughs> oh, <how laughs> you know, Wade, Wade's all, um, uh, we were at a wedding. Where is Xavier Michaelides' wedding? Justin Hamilton Baggers. just took a picture of Claire. That's why she he had didn't. to... He didn't. Yeah. What oh. he did was he took a close-up of his own eye yeah. while pretending to take... A... Carl now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending it to Carl now. No, it was at Xavier Michaelides' wedding and, um, and a friend asked him to take a photo of the three of them and um, <laughs> Wade uh, gave the phone back and they just left the room and he'd taken... 20 at least <laughs> photos of himself in a great reverse. Move. A great and that's all. Move. But not even took a photo of them. Like, none. Yeah. Just a, took a whole lot of photos of A himself. very fun thing to do, especially it's to strangers best. when you're like at a music festival or whatever. People are like, you take this photo, you just like flick the camera around onto the front one and you just get. Just with oh, six to yourself before you give it back. That'd be the a sweet best. gig if you're a wedding photographer and you just turned up and just did that the whole day. But what you need to know is Wade was having a lie down on the bed in the sleep when I took the selfie of my own face and I very nearly <laughs> framed it so that there was just a bit of him like, oh. chest out, right? You okay. No, I should have, but then I had it and I really was going to, but then I just thought it might really confuse the message ready for some gigs. You know what I mean? Like to have a nude man lying yeah, confused in the background. Just as it yeah. was. Yeah, so just with a bit of rapport. <laughs> but what I'm promising you now, Carl, is I'll make sure I send you a photo of Wade sleeping sometime with no message attached. Hang on, I'm just getting a text message from <laughs> from, Justin, from some Justin open Hamilton? open mic and wanting some yeah. gigs. Just I think he say, I think he sounds pretty promising. <laughs> <laughs> I hear he's 18 years off being 60. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll book you in for your 60th birthday gig. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> so, I, look, someone has been messaging me, uh, a listener of the show called Sam Watt. It's his actual 18th birthday today. Oh. So I said I would give him a, a shout-out on... Today when we're doing this or today when the episode goes up? Uh, today when we're doing this. Okay. So, yeah. so it's close enough. Happy so, birthday for Friday, Sam. Yes. Um, so is he? Uh, so he's turning 18 or he's 18 and it's his 19th? Uh, he's turning 18. He's oh, just turning, turning 18. 18. Yeah. Well played. I he, hope you've worked he, out who you're going to vote for, he said who you're going to drink and... Uh, you know, 
He said he's been listening since he was 15 and he said to, to suck up and get on the show. Uh, we have had such a bearing on his formative years. <laughs> so oh, that poor oh, kid. Scary. We feel sorry for you. We're going to get a trust fund. We're going to help you through this. How long till he grows out of us is what I want to know. Yeah. Well, he says, he says, you know, uh, you know, this would be good to get a shout out on the podcast. It's still a better make a wish than Daslow. Birth sh- <laughs> shout out on a podcast still beats shit in his laptop. Yeah. Uh, oh well, he's definitely a proper fan. <laughs> yeah. But but he said, and also I felt this put me over the edge today. He sent me a message saying, look, I lost my L's. I have no identification for the, my first legal weekend now. I'm sitting at a Vic Rhodes hungover as fuck with my mother eating a McChamp burger. Oh, good on you, Sammy. Yeah, that good sounds on like, you, Sammy. That sounds like the natural progression that from teenage like years to adulthood. <laughs> I'm going to go, gonna go I'm get gonna a go baby get for you, time. Sam. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll tell this... Uh, well, it's sort of a bit of a Spanish ham of a present. <laughs> Not really much of one. You've just reminded me of uh, your story about with, uh, going home with that girl. I've heard a, uh, a, a very, very similar story about a, a guy who was... He was out and he was drunk and he was pretending to be a German backpacker, like uh, uh, just putting on an accent. He's not. He's Aussie, right? Right. He's putting on an accent to try and impress this girl. Goes home with her... Same thing. She's got a family barbecue happening the next day. She thinks he's German, so he then has to go and converse sober with strangers in this German accent. So oh, he had wow. to, it was like this impro game that just went horribly awry. So consider yourself lucky that you weren't in that position, well, but it wasn't some kind of lie that you had to I've make. I've got right? a guy that I... <laughs> he I, should have stayed in bed. Uh, yeah. I've got a guy that I know that used to do this. He was from Maryborough, and he would come down to Melbourne for the weekend, and he would stay in backpackers in hostels and pretend to be foreign so that, you know, he could meet girls and whatever. And he would pretend to be German and come down and put, put on this German accent to meet girls and whatever, which was insane. But on top of that, he wasn't even Australian. Like, he was already from the Philippines already. Oh, right. <laughs> so from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you don't need... Why are you changing yep. countries? You've already got one hook. Like, yeah. what are you doing? But, you know, those German Filipino men, they are <laughs> fucking out of the... Anyway. <laughs> you know... Uh, but you know, but this Because is... you realised you'd sworn in front of a baby? Is that yes, why? Uh, yeah. it was actually. We now have a baby All right, we've got a baby in the room. You, this is hey. not your first baby on the podcast, and I'm sorry to bring another baby Fat on. Tony. Hope we're not turning people off, you younger demo. But mm. can I also say that you're that bringing her out of the bedroom as she heard your voices, it was very interesting because <laughs> she has heard the podcast a lot, yes. but she's never seen your faces. Ah. Ah. So she's got to see what the boys look she like. She looks revolted. She's heard enough. She looks a bit confused, doesn't she? Penelope uses that donate button on the website. She's been listening for a while now. How long until she kicks yeah. in some... Uh... Yeah. Hey, we've got to make a living penny as well. All right. Yeah. Get on it. I, I have to say that what I was going to say about that guy coming down and pretending to be German, aren't you rolling the dice pretending to be German at a backpacker's? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. isn't that yeah. the best chance to get caught out with something like that? Yeah, yeah. And, and you're foreign. if you stay in a backpacker and you're Australian... You're the foreign entity there, you yeah, know. Like right. everyone else yeah. is German and Dutch and whatever. Like sorry. you're the you're the novelty. Sure. Sorry, I, I I may have missed it, but have we marvelled at the fact that he picked German as the sexy accent? Right. Yeah. 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 That's bizarre as like, well. Like don't isn't it? don't the Germans get told to make their dishwashing roster? Like they're not the ones that <laughs> right. get a sweet booty. Are yeah. They? When when you hear the, the the language of love, you don't often yeah. think of the oik. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I don't really know what the Filipino accent does for sexiness yeah. either. I'm not really sure. It doesn't have its own cliche. Oh yet. no, no, it doesn't have an attached cliche. No, yeah. but I just you'd think it, it would be it would be better than German, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. My sister-in-law's German. She's an awesome girl. It's, it's a great accent, but, but it's if just you're gonna, if you're going to go one, surely it's you not go the French. one where you. 
Mm. But it's like one, it's yeah, one of those you things. You go French, you go Spanish, you go Irish. I mean, if yeah. you, or if you, you don't have an accent, you go Spanish ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go Japanese just to really yeah. well. That's the thing. That's it up. Like he was. He, I go Inuit. <laughs> He's a Filipino dude with a German accent. So that's like to me, that's like that thing where if you meet a guy that has lived in Japan his whole life, but like originally he's from Australia, and all yeah. of a sudden you've got that look, that Australian look, and then the Japanese voice. Like the two just clash. The two look very confusing. Yeah. I don't know if it's a if it's a thing that that you know helps you to pick up. It's just confusing. You just look at it and hear it and go, "What's going on? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. This has been right. dubbed very badly." Can I just say this very quickly? I did a gig, uh, I did a trial show a couple of weeks ago with Nazim Hussein, who I mentioned before. He did a bit where he was trying to do a Brazilian accent and he couldn't work out how to do it and he asked of the audience, what's the Brazilian accent? As if that's a question that can just be right. easily answered in yeah. six seconds by someone in the crowd. Yeah. I thought that was a great bit of crowd work that I, that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, hey, before we wrap this no, up, let me just... Did did he get a good? Does he yeah. have? Does he have a good? Like, what's the? What's a good Brazilian accent? Isn't there some sort of joke about, you know, whatever it is? It's not. Hey, such, go to Nazim's show and find out. Or yeah. you know? Like, uh, all right. Nothing. Okay. I did what, but he talked over it. But also, I, I couldn't quite get it out. It's something about it's, it's something about not talking through whiskers. You know, like whatever right. it is. What you know. Whatever it is, it's clean shaven, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but oh, I get it. Yeah. Sorry, Penny. Penny um, no, you know what? While you were trying to work out what was going on, then Penny was looking up at you with these eyes that were saying, "You can get there, Mummy." <laughs> yeah. Also, I just thought about how much of a good man Nazim is, and how. Yeah. His religion probably wouldn't encourage him to make shaved vag jokes. So, <laughs> so he's really unfortunately. What religion does encourage you to say those jokes? <laughs> oh, well, whatever they have in Brazil, I suppose. <laughs> we got there. But let me just go very back uh, quickly to Mum and Dad at Fall. So they watched my. Kid, oh yeah. And then uh, I just kind of spent the day walking around with them, and you know, with, with I think parents in general, you don't quite know what you're going to get out of them on a day to day basis. I think that becomes truer as they get older. I thought th- they might be great or dad's leg might be playing up and it might be a disaster it turned out to be re- they they were just happy to just walk around and see because that like that didn't that sort of thing didn't exist when they were you know oh age. man when you've been to every other type of zoo mm, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it yeah like as as people that are not of that music festival world clearly they were not like woodstock kids if they yeah. don't own cds right oh God, that would have been Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, wrong yeah. with that boy's eyes? What is that <laughs> yeah. girl wearing? Why does she smell of that? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, why, why aren't they playing Abba songs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so we, I took them down to there's like a little arts village uh, at that thing where they have like kind of tiny little stages with just kind of. So we walk in there and we're just looking around. There's lots of little just knickknacks and stuff to look at, which they were enjoying a lot. And then uh, <laughs> an, an acrobatic troupe kind of started up on the on the stage in the arts village, which you know I was like, this is cool. We'll stand here and watch this and people doing backflips and stuff. This will be cool. You're talking about your parents like they're your toddlers. Yeah, they kind of are. This will entertain them for a while. (laughs) Uh, While I go and play the pokies, yeah. So they enjoyed that and then it started to rain a little bit. How did you know they enjoyed it? Did they clap their hands they and did smile? Cla- yes, they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it started raining and the acrobat thing finished and a guy comes out on stage and goes, hey guys, thanks for sticking around and watching that. Um, you know, if you want to get out of the rain, in this tent over here in like two minutes, we've actually got a drag show starting if anyone wants to come and watch that. Dad way too quickly goes, yeah, let's go and do that. So I go, all right. So I go and sit in this tiny tent with them. This It was this <laughs> act that's like a kind of a hair metal backing band 
And then this dude comes out dressed as a mermaid. Like, he's got the full... Like, he can't walk. He has to, like, hop out. He's gone the, f- the full mermaid. He's gone the full mermaid. Yeah. And he's, like... The full mermaid is really only half mermaid anyway. Right. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Yeah. 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 But I've seen, yeah. A, I've seen him go the half mermaid, and that's my goal. <laughs> full, full mermaid is a fish. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's sitting there, and he's... Um, it, it's, it was very weird, because that's the moment when it's such a small... It's a tent, like, the size of this room, and there's just kids looking at me going... Who? What is that guy doing here with two old people? Like, why is this yeah, happening? They're trying to work out where the show is. Yeah. Is, yeah, it, the, yeah, is it the mermaid yeah. or is it the guy yeah. with his parents? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting tense because I'm going, something's going to happen here. Dad's going to get pulled up on stage and there's, yeah. he's going to get a lap dance from the mermaid. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... Again. I would like to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that thing of watching a sex scene on a film with your parents where you're way more tense about it than they are. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, it starts up and, he, and the guy's just going, he's, you know, making jokes about how he got his dick sucked by a piranha and stuff like that. And I'm just, <laughs> I just, I just, pull, I just, I just pull the ripcord. That comes out and I go, nah, sorry, let's, let's, go, hey, let's go do something yeah. else. And mum and dad are both like, oh, like they really wanted to say Hey, that's some fucking classic dick uh, piranha sucking material. I like, want to hear that joke. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, in answer to what their favourite band was, it would probably, would have been that. That's instead of the national and boy yep. and bear, I she yeah. just gotten them tickets to the Greyhound on a Sunday or something. Probably would have been more up their alley. So yeah. I once so ended up watching porn with my mother and father-in-law. It was very awkward. Full on porn? Yeah. It was just you know Tosh point oh, you know the way Tosh point oh that um, Foxtel yep. Yep. show just plays clips of stuff and then he makes jokes off the back of it. Yep. It was like an outtake from some homemade porn. I've never seen that played on Tosh Point. You know, like usually it's much more right. moderate, kid-friendly stuff. Yeah, it was just – and it was the opening bit of the show. And um, it went on for ages. That's you know a when bold you're like, opener. Well, he only, he only <laughs> plays short clips at least, so this will just stay quiet and this will be over soon. And it just went on for ages. <laughs> you know, uh, w- when I was uh, about 23, which was 37 years off 60, <laughs> I uh, went back home to my mum's place to have dinner and uh, she said, hey, I've got a video. Do you want to watch it? And I went, oh, yeah, sure, okay. So I'm eating and she puts on this video and when she presses play, she gets the giggles and runs off and I'm like, where the fuck is she going? <laughs> and then on the TV screen, uh, three naked men, there's two on their hands and knees next to a spa, a guy in the spa with hoses and he sticks the hoses up the guy's bums, turns on the water, pulls the hoses out and then they shoot water out of their asses for about three to four feet. And I'm like... Like, what the fuck is going on? And it turned out that my mum had a gay hairdresser, which I've never heard of before, <laughs> who was going overseas and he didn't want his family to find his gay porn. So he said to my mum, can you look after it? And she said, no worries. And then she thought, well, how bad can it be? And she turned it on and went, that is full on, I'm going to fuck up my son. So I, I thought you were going to say your mum was like, Oh, it's too soft it's again. Too soft. Yeah, yeah, Christ. I, yeah, can't get a bit hard, boys, right? <laughs> so anyway, so I go home. This I is was the boy and bear uh, of gay porn, right? I'm <laughs> literally. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> it works very well. So I, uh, so I go home, and uh, I used to live with a uh, share a place with a basketballer called uh, Brett Wheeler. He's about six foot ten. Lovely guy. I come home and it's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. He said, what have you been doing tonight? And I said, oh God. 
I just went over to mum's house and before I could say anything more, he said, if you're going to talk about that gay porn, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Because he used to train around the corner from my mum's place. At, he had a break and he thought, I might go and see Justin's mum. He's gone over. Mum said, you want to watch a video? Done exactly the same thing to him. He's gone back to training and he's really shaken by it. And while they're kind of taping their ankles and getting ready, one of the uh, basketballers is saying to his mate, yeah, I've heard that surfers sometimes are out in the, in the water for so long, they get water up them and then they can shoot it out of their asses and they're all going, oh, that can't happen and Wheeler's going to go, ah, and then stopped himself because <laughs> it's like, how do you explain? I was over my flatmate's house, uh, mum's house, watching some gay porn yeah. and I know that's a fact. Hang on, yeah. I'm just getting a text from your mum with a picture of her asking <laughs> me for gigs, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's her opener. Yeah. <laughs> Claire, I'm going to say to you what I said to Yumi a couple of weeks ago, please play this podcast at Penelope's 18th. <laughs> um, you bet. Oh, no, like, she loves it. I'm going to, it's clearly kept her sleeping so I'm going to play it to put her to sleep <laughs> Right. Uh, well, guys, that is just about all the time we have for this week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Justin Hamilton, thank you very much for joining us. Claire Hooper, thank you very much for joining Thanks. us. Thanks for having Penelope me. Penelope Hooper, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, she's PJ Duffin, actually. She's oh, a Duffin. PJ. Oh, oh, I let him have something. Yeah. And you guys have both got shows in the comedy festivals coming up? Uh, yes, uh, the 20th and 21st of Feb. I'm in Perth. It looks like those two shows are going to sell out. We'll hopefully have a third one on sale soon. Uh, the Adelaide Fringe, beginning of March for two weeks, and then the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing the beginning of March for two weeks. That's oh, awesome. Oh, in Adelaide? Yeah. Oh, great. That's oh, good. Oh, good and your, time. And your shows really are called? It's called Snacks. Snacks! And it even comes with its own song. Snacks. Ah, uh, I'll eat every one of them. Nom nom, nom nom nom, nom 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 nom. Which coincidentally you were singing uh, at midnight on New Year's <laughs> for the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> and Claire? Uh, Claire? Yeah, I got a show. It's called School Camp. Um, it's really good. I saw it during the Melbourne Fringe, uh, one long story with a couple of tangents and uh, mm. probably the best show I've seen you do. Oh, aren't oh, you great. lovely? No, I, I actually, I'm not, I, that's a fact. That's not me just being nice. I thought it was a cracking show. Oh, thanks. I have also done some bad ones. So it's, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Your mum can't take a compliment. But you need <laughs> no, but you know, like I've never been, I've never been ready this far ahead either. To right. have done it in Fringe and now all I've got is like, you know, months and months of tinkering with it. That's yeah. pretty, that's such a, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. You feel really ready to to get started on the festivals. So right. come and see it. Yeah. Come and see it because um, because I've got a baby. I have to do it at 9.30 at night and my manager's like, you won't sell tickets at 9.30 at night. So if you could come and see my show, that would be really just nice. To, just to prove the manager just wrong. Really, just <laughs> just to prove place. the manager wrong. Yeah. Uh, we've got our shows on sale for Brisbane, Adelaide and Melbourne, the season passes and all that stuff at littledumdumclub.com. Yep. I've got my show on sale for Perth and Brisbane, Cutie Pie, as well as Melbourne, and very quickly... Surely, surely uh, my tickets will be on sale at some stage for Melbourne. <laughs> Are you having uh, that with Melbourne as well? Some stage before uh, April, you'd hope. Yeah, yeah. Or, or after, whatever. <laughs> very quickly, like to plug for people that are in there, that region, because I know there are at least two who've tweeted me before. I'm doing the very first night of my brand new show, Cutie Pie, this Friday night, the 23rd, I believe, wow. at the Waratah Surf Lifesaving Club. Yep. So, uh, yeah, if you're With in the a region, pal. come down. I think, so you are going to do it. I'm going to come down and as well. Hamilton's oh, going to do snacks as well. So. Are you going to do snacks yep. at so, the Waratah Surf so Lifesaving we'll, Club? We'll, we'll do cutie pie and snacks back to back. And then we might do a third bracket where we just rag on arseholes. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a special little bracket right there. Yeah, cool. Uh, great. Thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.